Welcome to the Carl Reader Show. Hello and welcome to the Carl Reader Show. And today I'm just going to have a little conversation about customer service. Now, the customer service episodes that I'm going to talk about are actually from the retail sector and they are both extraordinarily positive. So they're great things to talk about. And whilst you might not be in the retail sector, I'm sure that there will be something that you can take away from this. So let me rewind a couple of weeks ago. I was um, just stopping off en route to Birmingham. I stopped at Bister Village. Now, for those of you who know Bister Village, it's fantastic when the sun shines out. And the reason why it's fantastic is because it's a very clean area, no cars, and there's a Pierre Marcolini stand. Now, for those of you that don't know, Pierre Marcolini do the best ice lollies ever. So if you're stuck in a car, you're sweating, it's hot, it's you know, it's a sunny day where you'd rather be outside, try and grab a Pierre Marcolini ice cream. Anyway, I stopped for this ice cream and decided to have um, about half an hour to walk around just to break up the journey. And... During that time, as um, retail environments tend to do, the shops tease you into the shops, the products within the shops tease you towards the checkouts, and you end up buying something that you didn't intend to. Now, the item that I purchased was in a shop, and I would say that it's probably the cheapest item in that shop. It was about £150. However, the usual price point for that shop would be between £750 and £3,000, okay. Now, this item was also on sale. Um, it was half the price of its normal retail price, so the likelihood is that there would be about 50 quid profit in it. So anyway, I went to the checkout. I was, you know, I was dealing with the guy along the way, and he went through the usual retail process. We've all been there. A form was put under my nose where I had to put in my name and my email address and, you know, date of birth and all all of that kind of stuff that you normally do within a shop. So I bought the product, walked out, and it all seemed pleasant enough. Um, But in truth, at the back of my mind, I had a nagging feeling that I'd been added to a mailing list. Now, we've all been there before where we've um, filled in these forms and we just get weekly emails getting us to buy more rubbish that we would abide when we went into the shop. Um... But anyway, I kind of, I I forgot about the transaction in truth until the next day. Now, the next day, the gentleman who served me wasn't a native English um, speaker, and he sent me an email. And it was quite clearly from him personally, rather than from a business. So there was no indication of being added to a mailing list. There was no formal header. There was no graphics or design work. It was a pure text email. And it was all of about two or three sentences. But it felt heartfelt. The gentleman thanked me for choosing their shop and choosing their product. He hoped that the rest of the day was enjoyable. He actually referred to the onward journey that I had. So he remembered the conversation we had a day later. Now, clearly he didn't wake up thinking about it. He made a little note about it. But, you know, this sense of customer bond, this sense of customer relationship is something that's sorely lacking both in retail businesses but in businesses generally. This guy had actually gone out of his way to send a personal email. Now it might be company policy, it might not. Um, But this email was from a human to a human. It was very real. 
it related to me, it was focused on me, it wasn't intended for me to buy any more products from them. But do you know what? It gave me a very warm feeling. And it gave me another feeling as well. It made me think back to the last time that I'd had personal service like that. And I remembered it clearly. The last time was at Gucci Terminal 3 at Heathrow. You see, I can remember it to that level of detail. Now, my wife and I are um, interesting ones at Christmas. You know, we've we've got enough stuff. We know what we like. Um, we've got enough stuff. We don't really need Christmas presents. So what we do is we allocate an amount of money. And you know, certainly for me, she allocates me an amount of money and says, just, just treat yourself to something that you wouldn't normally buy. So I went to Gucci and bought a bag. It was... Um, yeah, it was, it was something that I would never normally just go and buy myself, but it was within the budget that I was allocated. Back then, the lady behind the counter um, not only sent me a private email from her iPhone to thank me for the purchase, but she added me to a WhatsApp group. Now, this WhatsApp group allowed me to send them a uh, message whenever I'd be flying out of Heathrow so that I could buy products tax-free rather than at retail price. So they can make sure that they've got my size or um, my colour or whatever I'm looking for in stock at the time. It made me think of another Gucci experience where, you know, within their store, I was given a tour of a store and they had a cinema inside and so on. Look, all of this stuff, the reason I'm telling you about it is most of these things make a very real difference to your customer experience. They are the steps that can take a customer from being on a transactional relationship with you, i.e. handing over a bunch of money for a bunch of products, they can move them towards being a fan. Both of those instances led me towards um, putting on social media posts about the experiences, led me towards thinking about those um, services and indeed for people who served me um, and in a very positive light and more to the point made me feel like I have some kind of emotional tie to those brands. Now within your business you, as I say, you might not be a retail business but have a think about how you can go one step beyond everybody else and it doesn't need to cost you anything. It could be that personal email. Now to be able to do that you might need to change the language that you use within your business. So, for example, if you sell, um, let's say, um, Bang & Olufsen, if you sell stereos for between £1,000 and £5,000 and TVs for a similar price, and you have a, a beginner's Bluetooth speaker for £100, okay, you shouldn't dismiss the customers who buy the Bluetooth speakers as... Um, you know, as cheapskates or whatever. Instead, have a think about how you can rephrase them, how you can rephrase their positioning within your business to acknowledge the fact that they're at the first step on your journey. Much in the same way that you know, BMW might treat um, one series drivers as lesser than three, four, five, seven, etc. Um, have a think about your entry-level customers, how you can begin them on that journey of what they're trying to aspire to. Because if you're pitching yourself at being a product differentiator rather than a cost leader, so in other words, if you're making sure that the service or the product that you deliver is absolutely top-end and you, you offer something else other than other people, 
that's part of the reason why they buy from you. They want to feel special. And that's why you can charge a little bit more if you go down that route than if you stack it high and sell it cheap. But make sure that that experience is replicated across your brand. Who knows, a £50 profit today could be a £1,500 profit tomorrow. So guys, that was just off of the top of my head. It was an experience that I had recently. And I really do hope that you find it interesting or useful. If you want to talk to me more about this, just reach out on social media at Carl Reader. Uh, you know, I love talking about this stuff. I'm a bit of a business geek. So reach out to me with any questions or indeed if you have any other subjects that you'd like me to talk about. And I look forward to speaking to you soon. Thank you for listening to The Carl Reader Show. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and tell your friends. This podcast was brought to you by our sponsor, D&T Advisory, helping you unlock the magic in your business by adding value, not numbers. Find out more at www.team-dt.com. QuickBooks, helping UK small businesses stay on top of their finances.